Definitely tell teachers are back in action. Well, of course, I mean, you know, students are back in action, too. Not all schools are back in yet, but um, teachers loading up the 24-hour voicemail. And, you know, the, the one thing that we should know, I guess, as parents, when the school year is starting is really where we're going with that. Yeah, back so. to school. Like, what do you want parents to know? Like, is it make sure they are well-rested? That's a the parents one. or the That's, kids? <laughs> <laughs> the kids. Don't send me a super sleepy kid. As yeah. I've heard that before from my teacher friends. Yeah. So I'll have more for, from you. Teachers, 877-310-4MSJ coming up. Do you know the story about the uh, Amish Uber driver? No. This sounds like Sam's Sam. setting up a joke here. It's, what it, it, it's kind of more tongue-in-cheek. It's a, it's a small town in Michigan. The guy's got his horse and buggy, and for $5 a ride, he'll give you a ride. Oh, my gosh. But he's not really Uber, is he's he? He's not affiliated with Uber, but he touts himself uh, as the Amish Uber. Oh, my gosh. Says, I, uh, I don't they're going to make him stop. I, I'm wondering you they know, are. What, what's going to happen there. He says he doesn't have an app, or there's no way to get in touch with him. He says if you just see him on the road, right. you know <laughs> you who he is. You have to hail him. Like... You hail him like a cab, and you get an Amish Uber ride for 5 bucks. And it probably takes a while to get where you're going. Yeah, but that's probably part of the fun of it. Yeah. It is. Relaxing well, and talking to the guy. And you said it's tongue-in-cheek, so I doubt seriously. Unless he's printing up cards with their logo on it, yeah. they're probably not going to make him stop that. Yeah. Or he has Sweet. a little U sticker stuck on his buggy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? It's kind of cute. Kind of cute. I'd do it for the fun oh, yeah. once, but normally I'm in such a hurry. I could never. Boy, that's true. Jody's way too impatient for horse and buggy. <laughs> that time is coming. Well, gone. what's funny, even when I've got stuff to get done, yeah. now if I'm on a Saturday afternoon and I've got free time, I love a slower pace mm-hmm. and I long for it. So it's situational. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Harry Potter celebrating 20 years. Can you believe that? 20 years since we got those books in our hands Damn. and you can experience it at the box office every single movie very soon. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. It's a 20-year anniversary this year of Harry Potter books landing on U.S. bookshelves. And then, of course, all the movies followed. We've kept him alive so they can die at the proper moment. Bring him to me. Uh, do you know, I don't think I ever saw all of those movies. I was so into the books I, I just did never see all of them. I think I saw the first two and the last two. 20 years is 1998. Man. Yes. Yeah, so the, but, it, but it's not been that long since the movies first came out, just the books. Just the books. But that, that just means our introduction to Harry Potter. The first time I read the first book, I was like, wow, I cannot wait to go yeah. to school with this kid every single year. Bailey, you perked up when I said Harry Potter. Yeah, I mean, I'm really, I was perking up when you said that you haven't seen all the movies. Yeah, You're I telling know. me you never saw Robert Pattinson in The Goblet of Fire. Oh, yes, I did. You okay. Did? Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's right. That was That's before funny. he was Vampire Edward. Yeah. Yes. Colin, you're right. Thank you very much. Yeah. I did because he was an important character. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but here's the deal. If you love the movies, Harry Potter and all the Harry Potter movies are going to be playing at Cinemark Theaters starting August 31st mm-hmm. through September 6th. So for one week, Cinemark Theaters are going to play all the movies like every time they show it it's going to be all movies no you, have you to... can buy like a ticket to see just one uh-huh. or for five bucks or you can buy all movies for like 25 dollars and that will also include if you want the fantastic beast movie so it's like a potter festival it was is it seven movies plus fantastic beast or was it eight i think movies? it's eight movies I think it's eight movies oh, yeah they split book. the last one right so it's nine movies the last one was two movies yeah. Yeah. so if you watch them back to back you're gonna see daniel radcliffe and the, the gang grow up pretty quickly yeah yeah that's what's crazy about it and i just want to say it's so fun to read those books and then go see the movie that was the deal i kind of made with our daughters 
Taylor and Phoebe. I was yeah. like, if you watch them, if you read the book, we'll watch the movie then, and you can kind of, you'll know exactly. They never <laughs> wanted to finish all of that, but yeah. that was exciting. Have for they me. seen any of the movies? A couple. Yeah. Just a couple. So it's really good cinema. Uh, so 141 locations of Cinemark theaters around the country, um, August 31st through September 6th. It takes a great deal of bravery to stand up to your enemies. Ah, Dumbledore. But a great deal more to stand up to your friends. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right. Speaking of the movies, I found a photo booth picture that kind of threw me off the other night sitting uh-huh. on the kitchen counter. That's next. This morning before I was walking out, I noticed there was one of those photo booth strips. You know how you get in the photo booth and take multiple pictures of oh, your yeah. friends uh, and print them out? And, and, you know, and I, I, those things have been around you know, for decades, and they're still big. Now, mm-hmm. you can just share them on Facebook and Instagram and all that and easily now. And they're, they're a lot of, uh, it, it's To me, it's still a lot of fun. I think it, it's, um, got a, it's kind of a resurgence with that now because you see people rent photo booths for parties and stuff. It's not yeah. just you have to go to the mall and take them. Yeah, yeah. it's different kind yeah. of, it, but still. Well, when I looked at this strip, I realized, wait. I don't recognize anybody in this photo. And so as I got closer to it, I realized it actually was a advertising piece on this brand new backpack that Taylor got for, uh-huh. you know, for her for back to school. It's so it's like, you know, the professional photo, yeah. no family members, they look like friends, they all like but it's all definitely professionally put together <laughs> and it's a fake. Did you have to ask Taylor who these kids and were? So, no, I didn't. And so I'm like, "Ha, huh, wow, that's crazy. That's funny. I can't believe my eyes deceived me." And then so I picked it up and I looked closer and I'm like, wait, this actually is Taylor and her friends. Well, I was just say, she did the so, photo booth at the movie theater she works in with her friends. Yeah, and oh. I didn't realize that. But the, and it, what threw me <laughs> off is it's the filter that you know you can use because they put, have all the Instagram type filters on these things now. And right. so the background template looks like somebody, it looks like you're shooting a selfie right. because it's a cell phone, you know, a smartphone that's yeah. in there. And so you have to look really, really close. And so they were all kind of crammed in, yeah, but it's so polished and professional. I had to look it's had too to look, fancy for you. Look twice. Can't trust like, it. Yeah, I mean, it, but so I, I really double whammyed myself because my first look is like, oh, cool, they took a picture. Oh no, wait, that's one of those things that comes in a frame. No way! Like it it's actually our daughter Taylor. Yeah. yeah, she got that with her movie theater friends. Yeah, because earlier in the week, like Monday, she worked and they were slow. I'm thinking, well, because it's Monday, Monday, right? Yeah. Before, oh, so you know. she did that with her coworkers. Yeah, that's her co. You don't recognize <laughs> those funny. friends that because those you know you don't know yeah, she, those as well. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's really hard. Don't throw it away. Yeah. But, I know. When I realized it, finally, I wasn't going to throw it away either way, but yeah, when I faked myself tw- out twice. Yeah. I'm like, I need more coffee. Um, I had a really cool one that I loved, and I still have it with my cousin Candace, the mm-hmm. two of us, from my actual mall, like in the 80s, and my hair was really big at the top, mm. and so was hers, like yeah. big, and that was one of my favorite things ever, so much so that I feel like I want to, I've got, we've got it in a frame, like a collage. Yeah. That's important. That's uh, special to me. Why don't you leave that one out and see what Murphy thinks? Yeah, as long as I don't throw throw it away, we're in good shape, yeah. right? Coming up, Sam has music news. Going to tell you about some of the uh, really big names announced for a Central Park Music Festival next month, nice. and why you can't buy tickets to get in. When you get a chance, like us on Facebook today so that you get notifications for new posts and whenever we go Facebook Live and we all keep up with each other 24-7, you know, that's kind of the world we live mm-hmm. in, right? Sam's got music news. Lineup's been announced for the Global Citizen Festival. It takes place uh, next month at the end of the month in Central Park it's in ginormous. New York. New York. Yeah. Uh, Janet Jackson is going to be uh, starting ahead and top of the bill. 
Mm-mm-mm-mm. I hope so. I mean, because didn't the tour that she did get canceled the last time? Because that was, was like a year ago, and yeah. she's back on the other tour now. All right. Uh, Sean Mendez, Cardi B also performing. John Legend's uh, signed up to perform, and it will be the uh, the host and the the big MC for this is Hugh Jackman. Yay! So maybe he'll perform too. You know, he can, he can do anything. Chops for that. What's cool about this festival too is you can't buy tickets to it. Right. Oh, really? You have to do good deeds. It's the Global uh. Citizen Festival. You do good deeds. You go to their website and you, you basically you earn bonus points and stuff. And then there's a lottery where whoever owned the most stuff and you, you get extra points for doing more stuff. So you better your chances of actually getting into the festival. I love that. So Difference. do good. Yeah. Go to their website and you might get the chance to check out the festival next month in New York City. Jody found this one just for you. I can't believe it actually happened. Keith Urban stopping into a gas station in New Jersey to buy snacks. What did he buy? Well, I don't know exactly, but he bought snacks, and this was on his way to a concert that night that he was performing in yes, New Jersey. Yes, he's on a tour. I know that. Standing in line to buy the stuff, and it's like, wait, I'm kind of short a no few money. bucks. Lady behind him in line says, you know, she had made herself a resolution earlier this year to help out people like that. <laughs> That are down and out yeah. and might need a few bucks. <laughs> Did so she know it was Keith Urban? She heard him doing this. She's like, here, let me pay for that for you. And mm. they started talking. He goes, my name's Keith. And she introduced herself. And she goes, wow, Keith, you look a lot like Keith Urban. He goes, it's because I am. Yeah. And wow. she, didn't, she didn't believe it. So she asked the bodyguard. He's got a bodyguard, lady. And the guy says, yeah, that's Keith Urban. So she wound that's up taking unmistakable. And she's a sweet heart. I'm sure she's yeah. going to get a special thank you. Yeah, I'm sure he paid yeah. her back. Yeah. Yeah. Resolution paid off, didn't Man. it? Uh, James Corden announcing his latest carpool karaoke coming up. Ariana Grande. Okay, that'll be a big one. Yeah, that will be fun. That little girl can sing anything. She's got the new album coming out in about in less than two weeks, actually. So she's going to sit down with him. Maybe her uh, fiance, Pete Davidson, will pop in. He'll probably pop in in the back yeah. seat. Doesn't she sound like this when she talks? Yeah. Or is that just from like an old TV no, show? from the TV show. Okay. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. All right, teachers, we're keeping it with you. What's the one thing you'd love parents to know right now at back to school time? Uh, get yours into us. We're going to dig into the 24-hour voicemail next. Eight. 877-310-4MSJ. This week, teacher's giving you that chance to give us a call and get it off your chest. What do you want parents to know here at Back to School Time? If you could just change their perceptions of something or give them a little advice, here it is. 877-310-4MSJ. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. 24-hour voicemail. Hey, Murphy, Sam, and Jody. This is Kay, a teacher. And the number one thing I would say to parents is don't rescue them all the time. <laughs> that the late homework or the project is all part of the learning process. We're teaching them responsibility. We're teaching them time management. Truth. All they can think about is the grade. And that's not always the big picture. Thanks. I love that. Kay, thank you so, so much for leaving us that voicemail. True. Like the, the, the struggle to rescue them or not is so real. Yeah. Well, it's like a parental As, instinct. You know what I mean? You don't want your kids to hurt, but that's one of those where you have to stop and go, wait, if they don't learn the lesson now, then they're not going to. That's yeah. the point, right? It's yeah. learning the responsibility and the discipline. Yeah. For me, it was like lunch. At first, when my, our kids were younger, it was always like, you left your lunch. You know how I was like, I really wanted them to eat. I knew they were going to eat something, you know, cheese crackers from a friend's lunch and who knows what else. I knew. And even the school secretary, when they were in elementary, would tell me, Jody, we're not going to let them go hungry. Yeah. You know, it's, it's going to be okay. You don't have to bring it back. But as they got older, honestly, now 
I don't think we've rescued in a long time. No, we haven't Rightly done that. So. We but there were can't. times, too, where we even got the last minute, I forgot the homework that they had worked so hard on, but left it at home. And it just, I mean, it Sorry. kills you as a parent to say, you know, but if they don't learn that lesson. It's like it's, you it's don't awful. learn things unless it's the hard way, I unless know. it stings you. And the thing is, I remember, I mean, for, for me, all it t- took was once, you know what I mean? And when it happens to you once, you pay attention again after that. Jackson has had a few times where. He's needed rescuing, but he hasn't gotten rescuing. How old is he now? Uh, he's 14, almost fi- actually almost 15, a month from being 15. Yeah. And um, It's been recently or earlier years? Uh, earlier years, but it didn't seem, like you said, Murphy, you learn your lesson. Yeah. Jackson didn't learn it the easy way. Oh, right. It had to happen a couple of times, because maybe next time mom will bring it to me or help me out here. Nah, not going to help you out. Yeah, and that's also, they say, the symptom of uh, of. Parents today were over helicoptering. Yeah, we're overdoing and and cranking out people who are less prepared for the world, who yeah. cannot handle. Oh my gosh, I don't have something. I'm well, going to collapse. Yeah. When they get to the workplace, it's like, who's going to help me? Well, mom can't nope. help you here. Nope. Thank you, Kay, for that. That's a big one. Yeah. Maybe the biggest. Eight seven seven three one zero four six seven five. Teachers, we love hearing from you. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. So, why has the Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie divorce gotten so ugly? Mm. We'll go there, and also Ariana Grande's big news. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So this Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie divorce is <laughs> actually getting ugly. Before the sun sets on her 16th birthday. He's and bringing I'm, out Maleficent. I'm just going to say this. And who knows what these two are really like. You know what I mean? Who I feel like they're two of the most private people. They are. They are. And, and then they got married and then they tripled up that privateness. We don't know if he is being difficult or she's being difficult or they're both being difficult. You know, but this is not going well. I don't. Obviously, we don't know their nope. personal lives because we're not inside. But they always just seem to be right for each other. They seemed to be to me. I never felt that way. Really? I mean, I, I was you happy liked him with Jennifer Aniston. No, I was happy for them since they were so madly in love with each other. But I never saw that. I saw her as too serious for him. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> Does it matter? Okay, the deal is she's basically called him a deadbeat dad. You'll see that, you know, headline, meaning she's claiming he's never paid any meaningful child support in the year and a half since they separated. And so she's like, you know, they're filing a routine court order to try to get some of that. I, again, don't know the insiders, but it's like he's got millions. Why would he not pay? Right, right. But there must be something there because she wouldn't have filed if there was no reason to file. And there's a flip side to it. You know, Brad is not speaking up specifically, but sources close to him claim, um, excuse me, he's paid millions already in child support. So he said, she said. And besides, maybe you'll never know if he doesn't. He's going to be under such public scrutiny. It just seems it's not it would not be a smart move for him. So it doesn't it's something smells rotten right there. Okay, let's move on to something beautiful. Shall we? Miss Ariana Grande. That voice. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yes, the rumors are true that she has spent some time already and filmed her carpool karaoke Mm -hmm. with James Corden. So we don't know exactly when it's going to land on CBS on his show. 
probably next week. Yeah, she's not, got the new album coming out on the 17th. Unless they get busy editing quickly and they drop it later this week. Right. Uh, but she apparently injured her hand during carpal karaoke. Oh. They had a slam on the brakes or something, but she tweeted a picture of her hand all bandaged and wrapped up and like connected it to her time with James Corden, huh. except her gorgeous engagement ring still showing. Oh, yeah, how convenient. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> so look for Ariana Grande to be the next big carpool karaoke. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. On the way in your next Outsider at 755, Matthew Perry, you know him as Chandler from Friends, mm-hmm. has a big health scare. Parents of young children, young children who are saying cute things mm-hmm. right now, I want you to be grateful that you have a cell phone in your hand at all times. I guess I did too whenever our kids were younger, Murphy. Um, anytime they say something that's too cute and you can't wait to tell your spouse or best friend, put it in your phone, write it down, put yeah. it in a note. You think you're going to remember it because it's so cute. You think you're going to remember it, but you're not. There's no way you can remember that much cuteness. Yeah, never and do. Originality. Oh, over the years, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can... All of the funny things that Phoebe has ever said to us, if I had a book of them, we'd be millionaires right now. But I don't remember half of them, or less than half. Okay, so... But, you know, but you remember things like Taylor, our oldest, saying straw babies. Yeah. Until she learned that it was strawberry. Straw babies. I never corrected her either. uh, Didn't your kids who also have DDDs... Right. Yes, not DVDs. They had DDDs. Yeah. That's correct. Put in the, so put in the DDD. Yeah. Okay, so yesterday, and look, Phoebe's 13, and she said this to me. This was hysterical. So yesterday afternoon, I got home, um, and they've only been up a little while, because they're not back in school yet. Oh, you yeah. know, they're just getting rubbing eyes and getting going. It's coming. <laughs> it is coming. So what, what did you guys do last night? Well, we watched Bob Burgers, and then we had a carb party. And I was a like, carb excuse party? me? They had a carb party. I'm they, like, they Phoebe, up on carbs? what's a carb party? She says, well, we just ate chips, crackers, and um, what did she say? Chips, crackers, and bread. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, that is a carb party. Yeah. And I'll just never forget that she said it. I'll never forget that she. they called it a carb Where'd party. Where did they get the idea? From Bob's Burgers? I don't think so. I think, honestly, because we had some people over last weekend, yeah. I, and I have this big container where I keep chips and crackers and stuff like that mm-hmm. just in one place. And it was out. It was sitting right in front oh. of the coffee pot. So I think they were like, mm, and they dug in. But I just think that's that's a thing now between them. Hey, let's a go have a party. carb party. Yeah. yeah. And they can. You know, uh, we can't yeah, do yeah, that. Well, you know what? Speaking of that, at that it's part, like a binge. The gathering that we had, there was pizza and there was key lime pie. That's kind Another of a carb, carb party, party too, too, right? Um. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, let's talk amusement parks. We talked so much and told you so much about the Star Wars land that's oh, yeah. coming. Disney. Guess who else is bringing new stuff? Miss Dolly Parton to Dollywood. And tell you about <laughs> that on the way. All right, coming up next, 877-310-4MSJ. Teachers, what is the one thing? If you could just, it's tough to do one but if there's one thing you would want to tell parents with back to school starting what would it be david you're next love hearing from you especially teachers right now 877-310-4msj what's the one thing you'd love parents to know here at back to school time how's it going david all right so (laughs) the one thing i wanted to say about teachers i substitute teach my wife is active duty and everywhere we travel i substitute teach and i even substituted for three years in Mm -hmm. one town where my son was in high school Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the one thing i would offer parents to say is whether they're the real teachers there or the substitute teachers is give them respect pay attention cut off your cell phones and leave them off 
Oh, yeah. That's a rule in most schools. You know, it, it is a rule, but when substitute teachers come in, they think they can do anything they want. Yeah. Yeah. There is. I can remember being a student, and it was like, yeah, we got a sub today. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, that was like a free yeah. day. Yeah. And, well, the teachers leave us an agenda to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either mm-hmm. give a test, or, you know, they have to read this chapter, and those grades still count while we're substituting. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't recognize a substitute teacher, but, you know, we're regular teachers, but we're substituting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's That's a harder a gig, lot. actually, because you don't have a rapport oh. with the kids right away. Right. I do think that you have an advantage you don't realize, and that is they don't know you yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So they don't know right. whether they can push you or not. So I think those first 10 minutes of class are key with a substitute teacher. Right. And I I get in early and I line out on the chalkboard exactly what is the agenda for the day. Nice. And then I surprise them when they first walk in with an Australian accent. Oh! It catches them and they really start paying attention. Right. That's funny. You know? I'm about to say, David, please do it. Please. All right, Mike, today we've got a lot to do today. You know, we can't, we can't giggle and, and muscle around, you know. We've got a lot to do today, so let's just oh. get started. Yeah. <laughs> well, keep subbing, David, yeah. and we love hearing oh, from you. I love it. Thank you for that. Wouldn't have it any other way. I love you guys' show. Keep it going. Love it. Thank you, David. We appreciate that. I'd love to have you as a sub. No <laughs> kidding. 877-310-4MSJ. Teachers loving hear- hearing from you. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Yeah, I just realized, Producer Bailey's parents are both teachers. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Bailey, did, uh, did did you ever have a class with one of your parents? <laughs> oh, did I have? Ooh, we got questions for you next. All right. Catch up on anything that you missed uh, by listening to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. It's, it's an easy way. You know, with school getting back in now and all that, life is going to get busier. Yeah. So uh, you can always catch anything you miss and enjoy a new episode of After the Show. Okay, so Producer Bailey, both of your parents are teachers. Yes, they are. Um, small world here is that your mom mm-hmm. taught our daughter Taylor in first grade. Right. And we loved her. My first open house with your mom was like awesome. Yeah, she's great. I thought she was great. Yeah. You had her? I did, yeah. As for a student. three years, I did. Ooh. Yeah. What grades? First, second, and third. Oh, Bailey. Oh, yeah. It was one after the other. Was that, okay. Is it weird, though, having your parent be Whoa. the teacher? Is it. I would think worlds or? collide. Yeah, it was pretty strange. Like, there's definitely a, like a teacher's kid kind of stigma about yeah. Which you. is? Well, well I, I don't really know. Like, you are, your parent is teaching every one of your friends, sure. and they're also teaching you. So it's kind of assumed that you have some sort of advantage over everyone else. Sure. And so everybody... He's going to have all the answers. Exactly, yeah. Do you recall her saying... Having sidebar conversations with you, like before school. Um, remember, we're not doing this, and we're not doing that. Yeah, that? like I, I think I can remember. You know, first, second, and third grade. I can't sure. remember that well, but sure. I definitely know that there were times when, like, we would have a math quiz that day or something. Because mm-hmm. in first grade, she taught me math and like addition and all that. Okay. Um, and we would have a quiz where we'd have like a minute to fill out a certain number of math facts. Right. That's important. And you know, it would just be like she would study with me at home and then in the morning she'd be like okay remember we got that oh, quiz today wow so you know like that's an know advantage because well, other people's parents weren't doing that right yeah when you were studying were you studying the actual quiz oh no no <laughs> absolutely not. not seems like she would no. know the, yeah and most that's the, what sam would hope yeah. exactly and most right. of the time to get rid of any of that sort of like uh conflict of yeah. interest 
My dad would just study with me. Ah, well, that's good. Nice. So were, were there rules where she would say, like, okay, look, honey, we don't talk about anything that's home-related in the classroom. Or, did she have any boundaries like that? Um, did, was that did it ever pop up? I, I don't think it ever, because I don't think I really wanted to do that. I didn't yeah. want to be talking about stuff that was sure. going on in my house with all right. my friends there. Yeah, that makes sense. The real yeah. question for me is, do you remember when you no longer had her, were you relieved? Yeah, I think so. I, yeah. I was. Yeah, just, fourth grade came honestly. around and I was like, oh. See ya, mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and teach those first graders down there. Coming up in the next five minutes with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. I know the world is uh, impatiently awaiting the Star Wars land theme parks that are getting added to Disney properties. Yeah. But oh no, don't you count out Miss Dolly because Dollywood has announced a huge expansion. Tell you about it next. Making your life a little bit easier, or trying to anyway, for back to school. Jody's got the three ingredient breakfast back online for you at murphysamandjody.com. Ah. Uh, that way it's happy. it's easy and you know, you're sending them out the door fed and delicious. And it's just ideas. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you need them. You need them. Okay, guys, the world knows that there's Star Wars land coming to both Disney World parks. Right. Called um, Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, it's not called Star Wars Land, but I think we're Star all going to call Land it that. Jody, Jody's interpretation of it is <laughs> yeah. Star Wars Land. It is, and it's going to be fabulous. However, let's not count out a beautiful lady from the mountains of Tennessee, mm-hmm. uh. Miss Dolly Parton and her beautiful Dollywood. Uh, because I'm going to say, I've been to Disney parks and I've been to Dollywood, and Dollywood is a killer park, man. It is a really good is it park. More family oriented? Yes. Yeah. Well, well, I don't I mean, know. Well, Disney is family. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's kind of it's along the same lines as Disney. It mm-hmm. is. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that Disney would say that they would want that comparison, but I'll t- from from the point of guest services and the cleanliness of the park and it's the experience mm-hmm. yeah. the restaurants and, and let me just say capital R rides there are more rides for every age there's a lot of little there's a lot of medium size and there's a lot of big old coasters and they add a big one every year you mentioned the uh, restaurants but they actually I read this once online that Dollywood is always in the top five nationwide of you know, being voted for best park food it is mm-hmm. none of it's throwaway Mm-mm. anyway um, she's announced you may have heard this or seen this circulating in the media. They've announced a new, for 2019, um, expansion. A huge new portion of the park that they're spending more on, $37 million on, than they did when the, the first park opened. Like wow. the, the initial breaking ground, here's the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's called Wildwood Grove. Okay, biggest expansion they've ever done, and she's got the real estate for it there. I guess. Yeah. Um, with, well, you uh, remember there were workers, you know, employees that were telling us, uh, you know, yeah, Dolly owns that part of the mountain over there and this part of the mountain <laughs> here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it may look like nothing now, but one day she's going to develop <laughs> right. it. And so, so you're saying she had two big mountains <clears throat> that she owned. Yeah. I'm so proud of you for getting that in, Sam. Been that waiting. Joke. Okay. Been waiting. Eleven new themed attractions, all a part of Wildwood Grove, and it's a nature themed. Like this is a grove part of the mountain. Yeah. There's the Dragon Flyer, which is a big roller coaster that lets you fly around, like you know, hanging, suspended, yeah. right? And you're like the fu- the Dragonfly, the Sycamore Swing, the Treetop Tower, new characters, Mad Mockingbird, all kinds of nature themed rides. Cool. Look for Good it for 2019. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. We'd love to hear from you. Coming up next, your email answered in our producer's mailbag. What do we have, Bailey? Yeah, Jody, this morning we're going to Facebook, and it looks like you're not the only one who's having owl experiences. Yay! We love hearing from you. Jump in anytime on Facebook or Instagram. 
it's time for the producer's mailbag. Bailey, what's in your bag today? Well, Jody, on Facebook, you were posting something about an owl, right? I posted a picture of my owl that I see almost every night. She's yeah. claimed it as hers. You know, yeah. first it was woodpeckers, now it's owls. Yeah. Have you named the owl? I noticed nature. I haven't named him. I think it's a him. But when I tell you I saw him three or four nights in a row, mm-hmm. and two out of those four nights, same tree near the same branch, and we just look at each other. Getting, and this getting is involved. What kind of owl is he considered? He's a barred owl. He's a barred for not sure. To, and then we've actually seen barn owls, owls. which yeah. is but I haven't we haven't seen those in a while now. And I'm a, just fascinated. I'm just in awe. I'm not superstitious about a, it. What's a barred owl? Does it recite Shakespeare? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's it's go to the mailbag, shall we? Like it's, it's sort of the classic, you know, Basic owl. owl yeah. right. mm-hmm. Gorgeous owl. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, Nathan wants to agree. She says, or he says, looks like you do have a barred owl. Yay. Um, that's the type of owl that got me interested in birding. Do you, you do any of that? I, I don't know if, no, no, not birding. Although I do love woodpeckers and I yeah. love, I don't know what birding means, but I, I'm looking for owls. Yeah. Anytime I'm in a wooded area, I'm fascinated. Yeah. Uh, Diane says he's beautiful. We live a block from an ecological park, and well, I love to sit out at night and listen to them talking back and forth across the park. Yeah, mm. they do. Yeah, they have some really cool combos. They, that's owls. Yeah, yeah um, it's beautiful. Deidre says we have one with a seven foot or more wingspan. Man, I've seen it fly around our five acres looking for a chicken left out or something. Yeah. Else to eat. <laughs> that's the one thing I've heard stories of women having their hair in a bun. Yeah. Like if you put your hair in a big bun round thing on the top of your head and you're like out and about an owl will think hey that's something i can grab easily yeah. and women have been like not attacked but yeah have, well they're predatory birds and i guess right. if they make a little mistake yeah. i'm a little nervous about one swooping down but not so nervous that i'm not gonna i mean looking. we've heard horror yeah. stories about you know like small pets and yeah. things like that yeah, being yeah. You know, i mean it's, i know that doesn't yeah. happen all the time but it's true yeah well, Crystal says, I'd make sure my Hogwarts letter wasn't floating around somewhere nearby. Uh, <laughs> that would be cool. Would one, be. Of, one of my big dreams is to see two of them together. I really want, if, if, if we find a tree one night, Murphy, while I'm walking the dogs and I find two together, you might as well just go in. I'm going to stay out. Do they hang out in pairs? Well, I mean, we've seen two in separate trees before. Maybe, maybe one was maybe one was hoping that they could become a pair. You know what I mean? I don't know. (laughs) Putting the moves on the other one. Look, thank you. We love hearing from you. Send us your uh, encounters anytime. Murphy, Sam, and Jody dot com. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Say how Lance Bass feels about HGTV stealing the Brady Bunch house from him, and um, Matthew Perry, Chandler from Friends, undergoes some serious surgery. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, Sam, I know you love this story so much. So Lance Bass of the band NSYNC Mm -hmm. lost his bid to get the Brady Bunch house. He wanted to buy it, but HGTV beat him to it. Here's the story of a lovely lady. This iconic house was for sale. We didn't know who it was that outbid him. He said it was a movie studio, but it's kind of funny to hear that it's HGTV because you figure... You they're know what they're going to do it. with it. They're absolutely going to redo it. The thing about Lance Bass is he was mad oh, yeah. when when somebody got it from him because he was told he was the highest bid. He was right. like, this is mine. And he, he had said that his whole purpose for having it was to go inside the house and remake it to look like the TV inside the yeah, house. Yeah, but who better to do it than HGTV? Exactly, and I and think they're going to do the same thing. Yeah, so. they are. The president says that network's announcing you know they're going to bring the interior 
back to its 70s glory for mm-hmm. the, from the iconic sitcom. And they're going to show you it all. Like, right. We're, that's the cool part of it. You're going to get to walk through what it is now. And you're going to be like, ugh. And with, with HGTV, more than likely, they'll have some of the cast members stop by during the shows. Oh, I never thought of that. Like, here's your bedroom, remember? Yeah, well, it's not like that. Understand, the outside of the house is what was... Uh, well, I know, but once they redo the inside, it's yeah, like... they're going to have to add on. Yeah. They're going to have to add on to the back of it, but they can't. I don't believe there is a second floor in the house, even though in the show there is one. Well, they're going to have to go up. Yeah. See, this is why it's interesting. Yeah. I want to see it now. And that house doesn't... I never watched that show very much, so Lance Bass says he's happy for HGTV. Maybe they'll have him on. You know, maybe well, they'll bring him on too. as a yeah. part of it. Okay, moving on to Matthew Perry, who we know is Chandler from Friends. We just all feel like we love him, don't we, and know him. Mm-hmm. He, um, according to his rep, and he told that they told E News that he just recently underwent surgery in L.A. for what to repair a gastrointestinal perforation, mm. which is serious surgery. Yeah, um, sounds pretty scary. And so the rep says he's grateful for the concern and asks for continued privacy as he heals. So we reported this one time, but to me, that's super personal, but scary. And the word is he is on the mend. Good. So we like that. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning around 8.30, all of the Harry Potter movies are coming back to the box office. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. And when you get a chance later today, come hang out with us after the show. We do something special on the podcast only, you know, just called After the Show. Brand new episode every single day. And of course, anything that you miss here on the show, you can always hear in the full podcast. I'm going to ask you guys a personal question. Yes. And just be honest, yes or no. Um, have you ever lost a pair of pants? Like, wh- where are I mean, your pants? I have at the cleaners, Jody, as you okay, know, and, true, and then yeah. it's usually recovered. But you right, mean Sam? like, when you say lost a pair of pants, you mean like, you know, you walk back inside and suddenly you realize, wait a second, I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> no, not that. You know what happened last night? I'm looking around for my black jeans and I don't understand where they've gone. And this happens to me every once in a great while. And I know it's a blessing to have plenty of clothing. You know, um, I have two pairs of jeans that I love, blue jeans, and then I have one black pair that is also awesome, mm-hmm. and I cannot find them. And when I tell you I check the hampers in the laundry room, and I check my closet and my drawers, and then I go into the girls' rooms and check, because that's honestly, now that we have teenage girls, when I, when I get lost borrowed. something, it's uh, always yeah. in their possession. Well, that's true. Especially makeup y- stuff. You know, you're not the, that happens to me, too. There are a lot of my shirts that disappear. Although, oh, yeah, that's really cute to me yeah. when the girls wearing my shirts. But anyway. Yeah, so, that is cute. So you, uh, knowing that Jody's kind of a tornado when she cleans up, that's why I was thinking you would might find it in a hamper or something like that. No, but I have didn't. lost my black jeans. How? Now, well, as soon as I say this, I'm sure I'll find them today in a see, stupid place. Whenever I lose something like that, I haven't lost my pants before. <laughs> that I know of. Congrats. Um, I always tell myself it's okay because I know I didn't leave the house it's with okay, them. It's okay, Sam. Right. Because yeah. it helps me to know that, okay, I know they're in the house. I know. I I'm, don't know mine are in the house. We recently oh. traveled. I, I just, oh. I don't know. That well, maybe my they're in a suitcase. Maybe you didn't completely unload a suitcase. I was yeah, trying to think of what carry-on bag I It's really weird that a pair of pants would disappear. Oh. You know, I mean, for me, I chronically have the issue with the socks that go into the disappearing yeah. land. Yeah. You know, there's some sort of like a time warp where you know, the other sock usually goes. Yeah. That's true. Because you don't have matching pairs. It's true. But not pants. I know. Did you check behind the dryer? No, I never thought of that. That's where I always find my missing socks. 
behind the dryer and washer because okay. kids come in or they throw stuff, you know. There you go. That's a good idea. <gasps> it's going to keep me up at night until I find them, you hear? Until I good find luck. them. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. You're going to hit up the 24-hour voicemail. Teachers, what's the one thing that you really want parents to know with school getting back in? Hey, you know, since Bailey's parents are teachers and he actually had them for a couple of, well, he had his mom as a teacher for a couple for three of years. years. Yeah. I want to find out how his friends treated him in class. Coming up next. Now, since uh, producer Bailey's parents are teachers, yeah, I was curious, Bailey. We know that you, you had your uh, mom as a teacher for three years. What was it, first and third grade? First, second, yeah, first, and third. second, third. You never Such had your dad a as a teacher. Did no, you? I right. did not. Would you have liked that? Yeah, I think I would have. He taught science, and I he got me really interested in science. But at home, though. Yeah. So, you know, he was basically teaching me at home. Cool. Okay. And yeah. your mom was your math teacher. Yeah. Well, she taught me math and English in first grade. and second grade, I think it was also math. But in third grade, she taught me social studies. Wowza. Yeah. Okay. And then all your friends know this? Oh, yeah. Your because, mom was a teacher? Yeah, because I didn't go to a very big school. So mm-hmm. pretty much everybody that I knew had at one point had my mom as, as a, teacher. a teacher. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm not recommending this for kids to Worlds do. Worlds collide. But, but yeah. I know all kids do it. I did it when I was in school. You, <laughs> you talk about teachers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good or bad behind their backs. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm just, Back to school. I'm just curious, Bailey, if your friends ever included you in any of those conversations. Like um, if they were talking, your mom just gave a hard test or she was mean in class. and Yeah. Or that it was like when, when Bailey walked down the hall, everybody shut up. <laughs> Maybe if that was happening, I don't know if I was very socially aware to pick up on that kind sure, of stuff. Sure, you're but in first grade. Yeah, yeah, but you know, there probably were times when I heard my parents like, oh my God, Miss Wilder, she, she yelled at me today and like... I didn't really like it, but you know, mm-hmm. if she's yelling at somebody, they deserved it. Let's Whoa! <laughs> did it, did it yeah. affect you getting invited to birthday parties and stuff? He doesn't Man, know. Yeah, I don't know. It could have happened. There's no way to but really I'll, know yeah. how you were perceived. Right. Um, I will say this: when you say the words first grade" to me, mm-hmm. I think vulnerability. Yeah. I was. I don't know if you guys remember that, but first grade was a very vulnerable spot in my life. Thank, my, my teacher was super important to me. Yeah. Thank goodness she was a gentle, loving lady because yeah. I felt like a baby in first grade. I well, was scared. In, I was in big school now. Yeah, in first grade, you're just really still getting used to school, the whole idea of school. Okay, Bailey, yeah. what is your advice for um, teachers who are teaching a classroom, but also that kid, is their child is in the classroom? Yeah, I, I mean... Do what my mom did. She she treated me no differently than any of the other students. Yeah. If I acted out, I'd get ridiculed. Or if I did a good job, I'd get praised. And, okay. you know, grades wouldn't be affected at all. There was okay. no conflict of interest. It was, so I am she, a student. She did it right. Yeah. Yes. She did not let the world collide. Yeah. That's she a tough thing. Good. I'm sure that's really tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I know you love Star Wars, Sam, but when it comes to fantasy like that, for me and for family movies, it's hard to beat Harry Potter. And Harry Potter is coming back. All the films coming back to Cinemark Theaters at the end of this month, starting on the 31st of August and running through September 6th. You'll be able to watch them all back to back to back to back to back. Yes, if you've got a free, you know, week off. (laughs) Or you can just pick one or two movies and and buy tickets for one or two of your favorites. Oh, okay. Like watch the last two again or something like that. Isn't that cool? This is all to celebrate the 20th anniversary of the books landing in America Mm -hmm. from J.K. Rowling. Um, I will say that they did an incredible job bringing these things to life. All these things. Oh, yeah. I was... uh, I'm amazed at the first one when I saw it. It was like, wow. Oh, and it even it got better. Yeah. And I remember, like, I would miss dialogue and important 
plot points because I was watching the the, the goblins at the yeah. bank or and, the ghosts and fly around. It's like you couldn't believe what you were seeing. So you can see it again in theaters, Cinemark Theater, starting the 31st of this month. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Reach out to us anytime at 877-310-4MSJ. You can call or you can text that number. And in case we miss you, good news is there's always a way to leave a message. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Hey, guys, love your show. Just Thank a you. tidbit fact of information. Uh, if you <laughs> continually run your gas low, below a quarter of a tank or, or less, you run a higher risk of burning out your fuel pump. It has an electric motor in it and is kept cool by the fuel in your tank. Just thought I'd let you know. Y'all have a great day. Ah, uh, hmm. never thought of that for me because I like to. I hate getting gas, so I I oftentimes get down really low before I fill up the tank again. I, I've never heard that before. Mm, no, it scares like, me. I don't sounds know like that varies. Talking about maybe it varies by model of car. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a, the, the, a Facebook friend of mine posted he had two miles left on a tank, yeah. which was about as close as I think I I'd would never sweating, call it that close. Right? Yeah, right. Exactly. You're really. You're stuck if you're out in the middle of nowhere and you see that. You're on fumes. Yeah, whenever mine say. gets down to under 20 left, under 20 miles, I'm thinking, okay, I don't know how yeah. accurate this is, so it's time to pull in somewhere and get it done. Nice. Yeah. We love hearing from you. Thank you for that message. 877-310-4MSJ. I don't know if you saw that uh, James Corden tweeted out that he was learning some new lyrics and it was sheet music from Ariana Grande. I did see that, like her new song. Yeah, which has led everybody to say to believe, or the speculation is that uh, she is going to be the next carpool karaoke on his show. Wait, he didn't say we're definitely doing it. It's it's speculation. Yeah, but the thing is, then she replied like, "Oh, yeah, oh yeah. what are you doing this for?" So it's like, oh, okay, we know. but I mean, think about it. She's going to have a. She's got to live up to uh, being the first person after Paul McCartney. She's a hot enough um, act from today that she will. And doesn't she have a a new album coming out on the 17th called Sweetener? And let's just be honest. Everybody's interested in her right now because all this this whirlwind romance with Pete Davidson. Yeah, like every day she's got a story in the news about something that she and Pete are up to. And they're engaged. Yeah. After meeting each other and knowing each other for like two weeks. Yeah, very short time. It'll be a big deal. Plus, I want to hear her sing in the car yeah because i i think in my idea she's gonna sing just as beautifully as she does on the track one of the i remember one of the first times i heard her sing it was like is that mariah Mariah. does she have a new song out and it was like no it's ariana grande her first single i love the way or the way sound sounded like 90s mariah carey yeah for sure i'm sure mariah doesn't like that oh well anyway we don't know the date on this yet but uh, we'll let you know as soon as we find out Moms, if you've ever lost it in the grocery store, <laughs> you're going to love this coming up later because I lost it in a big way yesterday Did in you? a very fancy upscale grocery store Did with our teenage that. daughters, Murphy. <laughs> that right. was awesome. Reach out to us anytime. Uh, 877-310-4MSJ and you can reach us in the producer's mailbag. Straight from our Facebook page. What do we have this morning, Bailey? Uh, well, Murphy, actually, this one's for Jody. Okay. Um, Wendy is trying to see if you remember that book, um, one, The Girl in Cabin 10. The Woman in Cabin 10, yeah. yeah. We recommended it, and someone told me I had to read it, and I haven't done it yet. Okay. Okay, well, so Wendy's saying yes? Yeah, if you haven't read it, Wendy is saying, um, well, let me just read it. Hello, y'all. So, y'all have been wanting to share something with you for a while, but, you know, life gets in the way, and you forget. Yes, it um, does. So, when you first mentioned The Woman in Cabin 10... 
And when I downloaded it on my OverDrive app, the audio version, and OMG, am I glad I did. The woman who reads the book is Imogen Church, and she is British, and the girl in the book is British. Um, but the book is so amazing. So if you're not trying to read the book, the audio book is good. It. You know, the thing is, who reads an audio book? In my opinion, can make or break it too. Totally. There are some, yeah. Yeah. There are some. Get ready, marketing books oh. that I've read before. But I mean, they really—if they're about enthusiasm and leadership to yeah. me—they should be read with somebody who can, who has that kind of command. And some are not that way. <laughs> yeah. So yes, monotone. <laughs> right. Yeah, no matter how prints. a marketing book was read, I can't imagine yeah. it being. You too can inspire others. Okay, by yeah. Step one. I like that idea. I've got I've got friends who I don't do a lot of audio books. For me, I'm a I like to read the yeah. words myself. But I believe that and feel that because it's like something that you perform. Yeah. Well, yeah. And plus, if you got somebody like Stephen King reading his own book, Ooh. he would emphasize what, what he knows. What he would say what he meant. Right. Yeah. Woman in Cabin 10, this is not about a cabin in the woods, right? No. no it's a cruise quite. ship cabin. Yeah. Right. And supposedly, you cannot put it down. Or turn it off, I suppose, if you're listening to the audiobook. I sat up, my heart suddenly thumping. And Delilah leapt onto my bed with a glad little chirrup. Ah. I snatched her to my chest, stilling her movements, <laughs> listening. See, you know Why what? are you cracking up, Sam? That's it's scary. She's into it, though. That is so much it's better than fancy. a monotone. Yeah, right? I don't know. I like the way it sounds in my head when I read, too. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, look, if you can't stop and, you know, you can't read and drive, if you're driving and you want to consume a good book, I love it. Thank yeah. you, Wendy, for the recommendation. And I do yeah. need to dig into this book. All right. Reach out to us anytime. We'd love to hear from you. At 877-310-4MSJ or, of course, on our Facebook page. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. There is a big change that's coming to your Facebook app. I'm mm-hmm. going to love this. Not so sure that Jody is, though. It's hmm. next. Okay, Sam, so you had a couple of friends, different couples, couple of couples. break up, do, plan, uh, announcing their divorce, and they did it on social media, well, they announced and you it on, liked it. They announced it on social media, kind of, I guess, to get ahead of the gossip and the rumors. He said, and, she said. And to say, hey, look, we're doing this amicably. It's almost like a Hollywood one. We're doing it amicably. The like kids press are still release. here. We're still good friends. Yeah, they didn't post, hey, it's going to be in the rearview mirror. Done yeah. with this. Yeah, <laughs> nobody throwing anybody well, wait, under the bus. Some people do that, too. It's very If nasty. I could really tell you why we're doing this, I would, but... <laughs> Candace has a thought on that. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Hey, Candace. Hey, good morning. Good morning. So, have you seen this? What do you think of it? I saw it a few months ago, and a good friend of mine uh, that I've known for a really long time posted something similar. And once I started reading it, it was kind of like, "What is this?" <laughs> you know, was, yeah. you know, I was kind of taken aback. It was very respectful. It was very much like Sam was saying. You know, this is. What we've decided, we've been together a long time. It's a sad thing, but this is what we, you know, we want to be respectful to everyone involved. Both people probably approved it, right? Yeah, it was signed by both. Mm -hmm. Right, okay. It really worked, you know. So, how did did you like it, or did it feel weird to you as a friend? Uh, Well, I was, like I said, I was kind of surprised at first, but I really, I respected the sentiment, you know, the the fact that it was very respectful and open. These are the Hollywood statements, like you guys were saying, that they kind of put out together and just saying we want to do what's best for our family. They kind of have to. You know, you don't think they were patting it for legal reasons, huh? Just to make it look good? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, make sure if this ends up in a <laughs> Look, screenshot this <laughs> for the judge. Who wants posted on Facebook? Maybe you should now, have done some of that, too. Okay. I don't know if I would post something like that on like a, Facebook or on social media or something like for you that. personally, I, yeah. Yeah, and I think people just have kind of a different line of what they feel comfortable sharing and not on yeah. social media. 
And I have a lot of, like, I have former students and things like that on my Facebook. And I don't, I don't think that's something I would necessarily share. Right. With everyone. So if I did, I think I would do maybe a a personal message, maybe on Messenger for close people in my life and just kind of keep it a little more personal. But I think even in that instance, it should be mutual. I think, you know, my person, my partner, whoever would have to kind of agree. I don't think I would do that without... I'm with you. You know what? I mean, I, even even if there was agreement, I'm not sure I would do that publicly. It's kind of like that in certain medical conditions. I don't really want to push out there. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. It depends. Yeah. TMI is, is a real thing. Yeah. yeah. TMI with your medical and your uh, marriage. Uh, uh, uh-huh. Right. Thank you, Candace. That's yeah, sure. Absolutely. Jump in anytime. 877-310-4MSJ.